The Brewers dropped a tough one last night, losing 1-0 to the Detroit Tigers. It was a long game, went into extra innings. There was also a mid-game rain delay. So yeah, not a great day at the office. But much like the Packers lost to the Saints earlier this year, you flush that, you move on. I think I saw the magic number for your Milwaukee Brewers is four to clinch a wild card. Five to win the division. So any day now, we're going to be popping bottles here in Milwaukee for the Milwaukee Brewers making the postseason. But yesterday, the big news, of course, was Ryan Braun announcing his retirement. Ryan Braun, who I think Gabe made a really good point, saying it's complicated when it comes to Ryan Braun, okay? Because when you look at his stats... He's right up there. He's easily top three, if you want to go with the greats of Yountain Molitor as one and two, uh, top three brewer of all time with the stats. Okay? And yep. all of the stats. Combined, you know, it wasn't just he wasn't just one one thing. Okay? He was a really good player all around. Uh, and obviously that was evidenced by him winning the MVP. Now some people say, well, did he really win the MVP? Wasn't he taking performance-enhancing drugs? Don't yeah, we think? Wasn't? That would be my point, Gabe. Is like This goes back to the cycling arguments you heard all those years with Lance Armstrong, right? If you read any of the books about Lance Armstrong, and I read Wheelman, which was fantastic, the only way you stayed in the sport during that era was if you were cheating. You would have been, and I'm not saying they would have kicked you out of the sport, you wouldn't have been able to survive. You couldn't keep up. You couldn't keep up with the people that were cheating. So you made a decision, and you said, well, I'm either going to you know, maintain the livelihood and this is my livelihood and this is what I've been working for and I'm going to just go with the crowd or I'm going to take a stand and I'm going to rebel and I'm going to we don't know who you are anymore and again I'm not saying one is right or the wrong because again you could make the argument that it's wrong to cheat is it wrong to cheat if everybody's cheating this is the age-old argument when it comes to steroids and performance enhancing drugs in baseball and Ryan Braun absolutely got caught in the crosshairs of that when it comes to his legacy what is Ryan Braun's legacy Gabe Again, it's common. I mean, he's he's a really good player. Um, but again, I think it's it's not even the steroids for me. It's the way he handled the allegation. It's well, throwing, he panicked. He panicked. Straight up panicked. Sure, but throwing somebody else under the bus that has nothing to do with it, like that's, like that's really I want to say a bad word. Like that's really bleepy. Yes, it is. Straight up, it is. Like, and that's just not. Acceptable, and he brought so many people into his web of lies, and he eventually was caught for that, and and he apologized for that. And again, he's done a lot of good work. If we're talking about the off the field stuff, um, and his his numbers, yeah, he's one of the best brewers to ever play in the history of this uh, this organization, and I think that's why locally, um, because we can see the good that he's done in the community. But that thing that he did ten years ago. That's that's gonna hang with him, and that's just the way that works. Should it work differently? Probably, but that's not the way it actually works. It's so complicated when it comes to performance enhancing drugs in sports because we absolutely tell guys when they're recovering, when they're you know trying to get back on the field to do whatever it takes, right? And you know we've seen now some of these recoveries in very. Um, up close and personal, right? I think about the Alex Smith uh, piece that ESPN did recently within the last couple of years, and you're seeing him in there with STEM, and you're seeing him in there in the tubs, and you're seeing all of the things. When a guy gets hurt, and we were talking about Dario, obviously, earlier this morning, how he threw out his back yesterday lifting, he's definitely going to take some stuff, right? He probably is going to take a couple, whatever the whatever the pain relievers that the doctors give him are in order to get over that injury. So we always talk about how it's totally acceptable for guys to take a drug to make their performance possible, but all of a sudden it's unethical to make it better. So what's the threshold there? Oh, Just it's... like, right? Like there's a threshold there of, no, 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 no. You can only take stuff so that you can get back on the field. You can't take anything that makes you better on the field. It's weird how do you how do you define that line oh, i i 
I am one of the few people that I really don't care. Like, I think Bonds, Clemens, Manram, like, all those guys should be in. Like, just be, I mean, Manny Ramirez, of the three I just listed, he got caught and he got caught enough for all three of the guys I just listed. He got popped three different times for performance-enhancing drugs. Um, I just, like, we don't care in the NFL, right? Like, didn't Brian Cushing get popped and still win Rookie of the Year? No, we don't care in the NFL. Wouldn't care in the NBA. We hear about that all the time. For whatever reason, we've decided that baseball is holier than that. And this is part of baseball's problem. Like, it just gets stuck, so stuck in the past. So now, because there were performance-enhancing drugs in the 90s, you can't compare Barry Bonds to Ted Williams. Well, this goes back to the morality police argument. This goes back to the baseball writers who think that they are the arbitrators of morality. And, oh, no, no, no. If you cheated the game, you certainly cannot be in the Hall of Fame. But I would also argue again, like I said, Ryan Braun did what humans do. They panic. He got pinched and he panicked and he blames somebody else. Who among us hasn't done that, right? My husband does it on the couch when he farts. It was the dog, <laughs> okay? Like, we all do it on some level. Now, Ryan Bronze was bad. It was bad. You don't blame an innocent guy who was collecting a urine sample who happened to keep it in his fridge over the weekend and then be like, and he's a Cubs fan. Like, oh, as if this couldn't get any worse, guys. I mean... You should not trust him because... He's a Northsider. In fairness. I mean, the absurdity. Can you trust Cubs fans? I mean, I've never fairness, known to. If, in fairness to that part of the accusation, I don't know if you can trust Cubs fans. See, and I think we're building Ryan Braun's case piece <laughs> by piece here, right? Look at you, just building Ryan Braun's case. What is just Ryan saying. Braun's legacy? 800-990-3776. Gabe, I know we were talking about it. I don't know if you have it there, but like, what are some of the statistics, the ways that you can measure Ryan Braun's greatness, right? We obviously know he was Rookie of the Year. We yep. obviously know he was MVP, but numbers-wise, what is Ryan Braun? Yeah, so Ryan Braun, uh, 296 hitter in his career, 352 home runs, had uh, 1,154 RBIs in the counting stats, and a lot of the numbers that he has are all-time numbers for the Brewers. Like, he is the career leader in home runs for the Brewers. Has that number. Um, You know, so it's... Here's where I can hear. Listen, I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. I can hear it that like you're conflicted about like where to fall on Ryan Braun's legacy. He's a really good player, and I've kind of come to terms with I think his number is going to be retired because he's boys with the owner, and the owner has always protected Ryan Braun. I don't think his number should be retired though. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having nothing to do with the scandal nothing. with I the just wasn't a good enough player to have his number. Uh, you know, up with the the rest of those numbers at. At uh, American Family Field. I mean, then who else would be retired? I mean, Yelich isn't close to Braun's numbers. Is that some? I mean, but most people think that he is has been the greatest brewer to come through since Ryan Braun. Then he's fallen off. Like, if he kept on going at the pace he was going in 2018, 2019, and, and doing, you know, the things that he did in, in 20, yeah, 2018 and 19, like, that would, if he had kept on that pace, he'd have had the potential. But I, I think you got to have somebody who based on what those numbers are, like, bronze just wouldn't look right up there. Because you have Robin Yount, Hall of Famer. Paul Molitor, Hall of Famer. Raleigh Fingers, while his time was short, did win the Cy Young and MVP in the same year. Hall of Famer. Hank Aaron, because of what he meant to the city of Milwaukee, and then finished up his career here, and the Brewers are wearing, you know, the 44 patch in honor of him since he passed away earlier this year. Hall of Famer. Like, Braun's not going to... Is Braun going to stay on the ballot past the first time around? Is he going to get the 5% that is needed 
to hang on the ballot? Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, honestly, you're talking about the you're talking about Cooperstown? Yeah. No, because the morality police, the baseball writers are going to be like, nope, cheated. But I mean, not if- only did he cheat, he lied and he dragged the Dino Lorenzen. Was that his name? Dino Lorenzi? Yeah. Lorenz? I couldn't remember his last name, so I never said it when I was going on my rants. You know, that's a good theory. You, yeah. should, you should stick with that. I just, me, I just get to the end of the name and I just start <laughs> guessing. I just start guessing what the syllables are. Uh, I will try to find the name of that gentleman because, yes, he was obviously a big player, a major factor, a big character in that story. Um, but, yes, I, I do think that the baseball writers will sit there and hold it against him. We've talked about it. That was 10 years ago. Has he made up for it? Did he, did he do enough charity? Did he do enough, everybody, to overcome, you know, this this infraction? I mean, I look at it more locally than the the Cooperstown thing like his number is getting retired it shouldn't though he's not good enough if he's you, good like I, and I don't I don't want to make it seem like I'm being because I am being flippant about it I don't want to make it seem like Ryan Braun wasn't a good player he was he was a fantastic player but he doesn't meet the the what you have already set as your bar. franchise bar yeah. to have your number up above the scoreboard at American Family Field, he doesn't meet that qualification. I don't know if I... Him being a top three player in the history of the Brewers says more about the history of the Brewers than it does Ryan Braun. I agree with that, which is why, though, I think... And also his relationship with Adonacio and the franchise. Again, I have come to the... I have come to terms with it's probably going to happen. I just don't think it should. I also think the thing about Ryan Braun that people even locally were really bothered by was because he, again, curated and manicured this personality where we bought in, right? Remember, he was buddies with Aaron Rodgers. He bought, he had a restaurant down in the Third Ward. Like, he was this, he was like the Milwaukee guy. He had this model girlfriend. He was just like the, he was the face of Milwaukee for a time there, right? And obviously, the walk-off home runs and winning MVP, all of those things made us love him and want to believe him. He was always available and accountable, guys. He would always stand at his locker and take the questions. You could argue about the authenticity of some of the answers. Like I said, everything seemed a little too manicured for me at times. But he would take the slings, he would take the arrows, he would stand in front of his locker, answer the questions. And so I think then people were just blindsided when they found out, one, that he was cheating, and two, that he lied about it. Like, that, to, that like people could not handle that they had kind of bought in hook, line, and sinker to the Ryan Braun narrative, to the Ryan Braun persona, and then it was like, whoa, 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 this was a facade? Like, that, I think, yeah, really they got upset duped. people. Oh, yeah, if, if, but think, I mean, if you are somebody that's been duped by anybody or any at any time, like, there's a little bit of shame that goes with that because, man, how could I have ever been so foolish? And you're not going to forgive that other person that, that made you look so foolish so quickly. What is Ryan Braun's legacy? 800-990-3776. We'll have Sophia Minert joining the show shortly. We're certainly going to ask her about that as well. But I feel like we learned from Ryan Braun that our hometown athletes are extensions of our families, guys. We learned that like when our kids misbehave and they break the rules, even if we even lie to us repeatedly, okay? I'm going through this right now with Chase as he starts to exert his independence a little bit as he hits the teenage years. Like you don't disown them. You like you want them to be better. And I feel like Ryan Braun over the last 10 years of his career in Milwaukee was better and I think that above all he was a brewer he was a Milwaukeean I think people should embrace him I hope people show up in droves for that game to celebrate his career because I think last year with COVID which would have been kind of a farewell tour for him I think he got a little bit gypped on not getting that send-off that I think he deserved but what do you think am I being too nice to Ryan Braun 